This is Buster Rhymes, General of the Flip Mode Movement, and you are watching Geekscape. Don't go nowhere. You heard me? Hello, Jonathan. This big gang's here. <clears throat> Responding to me losing best foreign members. I've been asked, do I hate Brent? No, I don't hate Brent. I pity the fool, and I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. But it's all right. I got next year. And you know what's my prediction for next year? Pain. I'm the baddest man in the world. He's just some paper champion. I'll beat him like a dog. The dog that he is. I'm going to torture him. I'm going to fucking crucify him real bad. I want Brent. I want Brent. You hear that, old man? You tell Brent to come here. Nobody beat me. You tell him I said, and he's next. I'm going to kill him. Nobody can stop me. You tell Brent that I'm coming after him. You tell him. You tell him. You tell him. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 101 of Geekscape. We have uh, crossed the 100 episode mark, and I gotta say, happy holidays. Christmas is this week for those of you guys who uh, celebrate Christmas, and what a better time to spend it with family, which is what Familia. I do. Uh, Paul is here, Familia. my brother, and uh, we have an episode of Geekscape coming up. This is the uh, podcast about movies, video games, and comic books. We have news and reviews. Uh, I'm your host, Jonathan London. This is my brother, Paul. And uh, we haven't seen you since episode 10. Since episode 10? <laughs> and it's 101 right now. <laughs> this is episode 101. Last week. Congratulations. La yeah, last week we had, the, really uh, cool. we had our uh, gauntlet, our episode 100 party. And remember you were invited to that, but you ended up... Wait a minute, dude. I didn't know that was a one, uh, episode, episode 100 party. Yeah. I thought it was just a gauntlet. Uh, well, we did a gauntlet. I was tired. You know, it's I was fun. doing some things. Hey, you, th you know there's going to be another gauntlet. There needs Look at to my, be. I have a shelf full. Like we have, we got through three I have or four movies, movies to unload myself. I have lots of stuff to unload. So if you're looking to buy crap, make sure you email me. Oh yeah, we'll you're get to that later. You're selling a bunch of your DVDs, <laughs> aren't you? I'm selling a bunch of my belongings, not just DVDs. If you're looking to buy a bed, California king size, the thing that is that also will be available. <laughs> the thing is, Paul moved in a silent auction. You moved out here from Austin. Yep. And in Austin, here's the thing. Paul was living in a house in Austin. You've still got the house. I still have the house. If you're looking to rent a house in Austin <laughs> as well, more info on that later. No, well, that, that's the info. Uh, you can contact me. It could be but, a uh, Merry Christmas for somebody. If, Just if, think about if it. If you're looking to rent a house in the Round Rock area of, of, uh, of Austin, you can contact me through the website and we can... Uh, we can get you in contact. Very close to where the they're, Texas they're Chainsaw be, Massacre took place. But, uh, I'm serious. It, it may be... 
Maybe you May could be the next victim. There you go. Um, but <laughs> when you moved out here, I need to get Brian. Arsky when you moved out here, here, I was surprised with all the shit you brought out here. You brought out everything well, you owned. And you should have like, seen all the crap I got rid of. Dude, you used to live in a house. Now you live in, in L.A. I live in a bedroom. And, and you live in like a, a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. It's not gonna, all gonna fit. It. Fit. I'm mad that you got it rid of your. Fit, you, got, you got rid of your Marvel Capcom actually, cabinet. Actually, it did fit. Yeah, it did. I got rid of that a long time oh, ago. No. Gilmore loves playing <laughs> that game. Ah, I should, if only I would have known shit, you. Dude. It is. It was really good. Come on, I put wiped on. everybody out playing it. What about you, the other? You there's another as, way. You played as. You know, the, I'm the, like the such a traditionalist. Well, I loved the cactus. That was uh, a mingo. <laughs> yes, a mingo. Not just a mingo, a mingo. That's a shitty I'm character, a little, though. Hold on. Can we stop this? And can I hurt this guy for a second? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> What? I'm a shitty kid. Who play, he's so slow. He's really slow. But his versatility is incredible. Well, just he can he throw can like thorns. He can do cacti attack. Hurts. It barely hurts. Okay. I you know well, what? Well, you know what? things happen for a reason. People say things for a reason. And I guess, you know, have you ever rolled into a cactus before? Have you ever been punctured by a cactus? Oh shit. Ha you heard him admit it. Have you? Yes, yes I have. Okay, Gil Gilmore, fact, Gilmore. When we were I kids, have, our dad took us camping. Amigo. And you and our older brother, Daniel, <laughs> Paul and our older brother, Daniel, were running down this trail. And you either tripped or Daniel shoved you. Your, shoved me. He shoved you. Your ass went into a cactus. Man. And that was, pretty much ended. We were uh, near Blanc you, Blanco, Texas. How old do you think you Blanco, were? Blanco, Texas. Uh, nine. nine. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like nine. And we were going camping. And we saw a bunch of armadillos. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, if you ever go to Texas, go to Blanco, Texas. There aren't any like if you're gonna go camping, freaks around there. So like, near, safe. like near the house you're renting. No, you can go camping there. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's uh, sounds like a great idea. <laughs> it's like south. It's just a fun place. East. But it's, it's awesome. Anyway, so we were going down to the river. I think we we're gonna go and try and uh, fish with our bare hands. No, we we're gonna go fishing <laughs> with fishing poles like a real family. <laughs> what happened? Anyways. Uh, we were running down the hill, and I was beating Daniel in the race because I was the fastest. I still am, you know. But motherfucker, I, I was, I'm the fastest. Wait, watch your language on this holiday occasion. Okay. There's some kids watching out there. They don't need there are to a lot of that. kids watching. You know, then they'll start yelling at their families during yep. Christmas. They'll fucking curse at Santa. There's a yeah. Okay, so what happened? Anyway, so we're running down there, and I think Sorry, really not through our competitive edges. Can I say that edges? Through our Yee! yeah, through our competitive edge that we shared as brothers. Uh, and we still do in ways. We're, we're very He shoved me, you know, to win the race. And he won the race while I was sleeping in a bed of cacti. You weren't sleeping, you were crying. Like <laughs> and the worst part is that I had one of my dad's friends. friends Take um, tweezers, pulling them out of Some female ass. who I'd never, this is the first time I ever met this woman. Like, she's pulling tweezers out of my bare ass. She's pulling, pulling thorns. A, yeah, big old, or needles. pulling, yeah, they were... We'll exaggerate. They were about you got this long. Amingo, no. Amingo, rock. Yeah, Amingo. I had an early introduction to Amingo. Not just by ass, but he got some taint as well. And uh, she had to go there. And I just met this woman. So how do you think I felt? So Amingo's actually a two headed snake. He'll attack you physically, he'll rape you mentally. Paul's like pushing me off the camera. <laughs> you see how he's like pushing me to the left. And don't ever, <laughs> don't ever doubt Amingo. He um, might be slow, but he's on the go. So yeah, you, you moved out to Los Angeles. How do you like it? How do you like living in uh, in our neighborhood? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, I love you, LA. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I love LA. I love Marketplace. You're taking acting classes? No. Doing some acting stuff? What are you doing? I am. What are you doing? No. You don't want to talk about it? I am taking ballet. 
to learn how to center my balance. All great artists learn ballet. Look at Jean-Claude. Okay, yeah. Rest my case. I found out uh, my boss at my part-time job at Universal. You know, it, I, you know how that job, like, like once or twice a wants. month, I go to Universal and, and do work for the marketing department? Uh, I found out that uh, he took ballet, like, during the day, and I was like... <sighs> There's no reason to laugh. It's incredible, actually. It okay. takes a lot of strength, a lot of coordination, a lot mm -hmm. of centering. Um, I mean, you know, it, I think it's recommended for most people who want to have, at least have some sort of uh, inner power. No. Paul, it, we can talk a little about that because, listen, I've been friends with Ben Dunn for two and a half years. He takes ballet? Two years. As far as acting goes. Oh. And uh, I haven't put him in shit, but I'll put you in stuff. What? Well, that's a, see, that's kind of like a brotherly obligation that doesn't have to exist. But, but, but no, 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 the, re the, the reason I'm going to have you in shit is because I know I can pretty much beat the shit out of you. What the fuck? Like, you know how Sam Raimi and, like, like always has Bruce Campbell come into something? Like, sure. And makes him act like the doofus and, like, no, throws him around? That's what you're going to get. That's kind of what you're going to get. The past six years. You can beat the shit out of Ben. He's playing a boomer. <laughs> no, but I want somebody who I, you actually want to see on screen. I'm fucking right. kidding. Yeah, Ben. Ben's working on a short today. I, I wanted Ben to be Good here. For ben. But Ben's acting as a sh in a short based on this zombie video game, and he's playing a boomer, which is a big fat guy, and you shoot him and he explodes bile all over you. Boomer. Which which zombie game is that? Left for Dead. Oh, you see advertisements for it all over town. Dude, we can play. I was, we, I, we I, can play, I was playing up. it before you came over. I had my hopes up. I was sitting there and I was thinking Game's it was a movie. Awesome. Uh, but I, I, you know, Dude, just it's been like driving along the highway, so I was like, oh, Left 4 Dead. I kept wondering, and then I think I remember you telling me it was a Dude, video game. It's a lot of fun. Semi, kind of like, oh, I'm I wish to get it was a zombie it. movie. There are not enough crappy zombies. Yeah, there are. Look, look uh, Gil Gilmore over here got my Christmas present. What did you get, Gilmore? I got him on Chi-Chi. Give me that. I figured uh, somebody as narcissistic as Gilmore would want something that is uh, close to his likeness. So uh, Gilmore Claus got a, a Munchichi. Jesus for Christmas, Christ. look, oh, look, look is he, doesn't he, he, he look can, like him? He can salute you though. Look at that. Look how cute that is. Yeah, yeah. It's your little, it's your little Monchichi. It's your Monchichi. VJ oh, also got a Monchichi. And Ben Dunn, when you call me and come over, you got a Monchichi waiting for you. Whoa. That's amazing. You Didn't guys, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really am. I mean, that's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? It's funny. It's hold on. I want to take this time. Is it funny to make fun of somebody who wants best for fellow man on this holiday occasion? No, no people are no, people are fun. boarded up it's in their fun. homes. It is people glorious. Are, are it is boarded glorious. up in their wallets. I understand that times are tough. The economy's down. The economy. A lot of people down. don't have monchichis. We are happy no. for the fact that you have a friend good enough. That's you know me what? The to get you a monchichi. Isn't about gifts, material stuff. No. Are you cracked out of your no, mind? No, I'm not. But I just, I think it's important because people take things for granted. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Get, and I mean, I, that's I, uh, cool. That's a gift, man. I, I wasn't whatever, expecting it's a gift. Monchiki, uh, monchichi. Uh, whatever. Monchichi. Look it's a monchichi. It's awesome. Monchichi. It's awesome sucking his stuff. He's always hungry. It's, it's He's always a pacifier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. usually has a pacifier, but it's usually attached to a man. What's he looking up at, though? I don't know. He's just how like, cute. Yeah. See how they, see how the Manchichi has eyes like. You know what's funny is you always Gilmore's always looking up at other people because he's a midget. You always see right? like no? pictures of no? people like that. You know what I mean when they're trying to look more attractive than they really are. Yeah. What's up with the with the chicks on fucking Facebook? Oh, that's <laughs> yes. this, this yeah. is it right here. Look, it's, it's like a Facebook, Facebook look, look it up, right? <laughs> I called it. It's, I it's what it. happens on like Facebook or MySpace <laughs> when somebody who's, who's somebody awesome. who's like borderline. 
No, you know what? It, it is? It's people secret who are not do secret that fatties shit. do that. They're like, and they always put the camera above yeah, them to make themselves to seem say, like less true. big. You know, uh, they make themselves seem a little more diminutive. Yeah, yeah and you get, yeah, you look a little more feminine and, you go, and cute. But hold on, I mean, can and you I make a face that you would never make during regular. You would never make. You would only make like, that face when you're making a stupid MySpace picture. Or if you're going and it's like trying to be innocent. That face. Or if your face is like this. If you're going through Here's the air funny. and are an anime character. Yeah. Let's With try the glassy eyes. Let's try and look like anime characters. But being a nerd myself, I must admit that you got to give them props to the creativity on using a camera angle to their advantage. No, everyone does that. Everybody really does pervasive. that. Oh, okay, it's yeah, really it's actually serious. overused. It's actually called the MySpace angle now. Kill yourself. It's called the MySpace Kill angle? Kill yourself if you do this. Kill yourself. You know who you are. We do not endorse that. Who's that? Is that Lenny Bruce, isn't it? Well, I don't no. know. If you're in advertising <laughs> or marketing, kill yourself. No, all I'm saying is, um, whatever. Guys, we got to get to our movie review. We went to see Darren Aronofsky's uh, The Wrestler. Darren Aronofsky, you guys know him from Pi, Requiem for a Dream, Dream. The Fountain. Fountain, which I didn't see. Did shit. you see The Fountain? Shit. I heard it's just crazy. Uh, Hugh Jackman? No, I didn't Hugh Jackman, Rachel Weisz? I heard it was just like... Bad. You thought it was okay, BJ? Yeah, it's not, definitely not as good as the other. It was like a Juno of artsy movies. It's like a Juno of artsy movies. So like Juno kinda, was an artsy movie. It's kind of like trite. This, and yeah, like yeah, you've heard everything sucks. that, yeah, it's okay. horrible. But it's, okay. got, like, it's really it's washed out. The fountain wasn't good, but it was effects heavy and like all weird and, and, yeah. and, and, and trippy. Yeah. This movie is... Miniatures. This movie is almost documentary-like. Right? Yeah, it really was. What do you think of this movie, incredible. The Wrestler, that just came out? This is uh, Mickey Rourke, yeah. Marissa Tomei, Evan Rachel Wood. Mickey Rourke plays um, a wrestler. Ra the Ram about 20 years after Ram, he, he's been like a big thing right he's been yeah. he, he was like he's basically like, he's like the it guy he's like the, the it 80s. guy they, they have a little bit of a hulk hogan storyline with him and the ayatollah the other character he goes up against you know what i mean and they a little bit of uh who are some of the other wrestlers you well, think that, that they like, used look, to put I mean, together it was, you know it was definitely a kind of modeled after like iron sheik or something you know but it was something kind of looked at as like a classic feud that these guys had in the right. 80s uh randy the ram and the ayatollah played wonderfully by ernest the cat miller and, is he a uh, friend of yours? Yeah, he's a buddy of mine. He's a cool guy. No, um, um, the movie—the movie is twenty years after you know he's he's kind of surviving. It's a current day. Current day. He, he's kind of surviving as a part-time wrestler, but he's also working odd jobs to try and make the money. And yeah, uh, early in the movie, yeah. he suffers like a health setback, and it looks like it's best for him to stop wrestling entirely. He goes about trying to put together some form of afterlife to his career uh trying to reconnect with his daughter his only relative and try and start up a relationship with the stripper he's fallen in love with played by miss uh marissa tomei, marissa tomei. and um scantily clad is mickey war gonna get an oscar for this paul i hope so you know i would think um i haven't seen all of the nominations as far as each mm -hmm. film individually sure. um but i mean you saw milk I did see Milk. I that's it was a, that's, that's going to be up there. I saw Frost Nixon. I think the you, you, I, I think I think everything Frank I've heard Langella is going to be up there. About that. But this one may be the best performance. Well, I, it's if just, you can separate the fact, you know, that that it's kind of parallel to, to what Mickey Rourke may be going through, like extreme. You know, you always hear Mickey Rourke. This is crazy. This sure, and that. sure, he has that reputation. But, uh, but somewhere, even if he's channeling some of his own demons, there's a performance in there that I thought was pretty damn strong. I thought it was incredible. I thought. I thought, if anything, it takes everyone who usually say for the Oscars they'll look, you know, in one direction, and it completely grabbed him by the chin, and I guess put him in a headlock and made him look the completely other way. It's something that you would never even consider possible in everyday life. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, pro wrestling. This has been pro wrestler trying to make it. Like, 
who cares? What is that about? But it gave it such an authenticity that it it doesn't matter what it's about. It's it's what it it's what encompasses the entire thing. It is. It's 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 all human. And whether you're a fan of pro wrestling or not, it's not about that. It's about someone who sometimes it's it's hard to let go of something when you're on top and Even especially when you have top, physical yeah. setbacks i mean that's something else that athletes it's a hard thing to deal with if it's the only life you know it's hard to know when to hang it up it's it's all you know how do you hang it up how do you live without it mm-hmm. you can't uh lawrence you try. Said, lawrence said something interesting in the uh in the in the car home uh she said that for him, his reality was being in the ring. Right. Uh, he he. Whenever somebody asked him what he was, he said, "I'm a wrestler." Marissa Tomei is reluctant to be a, a stripper. She called herself a mom when when she finally revealed that she had a mom. That was what defined her. But that was reality. Right. She wasn't on. You know, she's on stage as a stripper, but that's her fantasy. You know what I mean? Uh, you buzzing a little bit? Okay, but but does that make sense, Paul? Like like when when she was on the stage, it's a fantasy. She blocked it out. When he's on stage, that's his reality. Well, that's so there's that detachment that there that's caused problems other. in his relationship. That's where you can see where the two characters need mm-hmm. each other because I think that's what brought it out of her. He, mm-hmm. She needed him in order to really realize what it is she needed to do. Mm-hmm. And what it is she really was, and, and that's what she, she needed, needed from him. So that's what she needed from him, and it's in good. a way, it's exactly what he was beginning to realize on his own. Mm-hmm. But that's what she extremely, you know, and I think in kind of a very direct as you can get way is like, no, this is what you are, and it, and he needed that too. He right. needed to know in a way that he was human, and that he had to be human, mm-hmm. you know. So he needed this person to get straight up with them i think yeah i don't want to spoil the ending for you guys because we all walked out of there i think i was the only dry eye in the house because i'm emotionally callous uh but (laughs) but but you were tearing up laura was tearing up graham Um, was tearing up um it was a difficult movie and i cried it's tough to see somebody uh you know because i I saw you go through the indies and all that and there's like the camaraderie backstage and stuff like that absolutely everything is captured but it's not a beautiful way and and he'd kind of substituted that camaraderie for for a family and and i almost kind of pushed his family aside but when he starts coming down with the health issues he can't even tell them the truth he's like oh i'm fine i was in the hospital for an hour when it was you know the a career-ending deal you know what i mean and uh and i mean just seeing that i'm like well that's a difficult place to be how uh, you, you talked about authenticity i saw that you know some of the stuff that you know we witnessed in the indies when you were going through it and so like that how how hard was it to watch this movie well it wasn't that it was so much it was, you got you already admitted you were crying it was <laughs> yeah you already I mean, admitted you were crying what, it did it why got did, to why me. did you cry <laughs> Um, it, it was it was real, you know. It's very direct. It it portrayed someone as as they really are. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, for every Randy the Ram, there's, you know, at least a hundred more, two hundred guys right. out there, uh, probably the same age, dealing with the same stuff every day, and having to work wherever they can having to make a dollar however they can but in an honest way as honest as they as they can because there's a lot of pride to uphold 
when you're a professional wrestler, you have a lot of a lot of pride to uphold. And if you don't, you shouldn't be there in the first place. Why but do people make? Why do you think people make fun of it? Uh, but but these guys, I think, because they don't understand it. it sometimes. Because they've seen like Ready to Rumble with Scott Kahn and uh, <laughs> you know David Arquette and shit like well, that. Well, yeah, and I think it's it's something that can easily be made fun of. Mm. You know, it's well, you know, how honest is it? There's a guy in a mask and a costume that isn't every day. You know what I mean? And and um, and and you know it it can step on your intelligence if you mm -hmm. let it <laughs> uh, but it's that's how it's always been portrayed do you ever get pissed at somebody like talking shit about you like what you do because because I, I think i think because you know i mean like whenever i watch wrestling sometimes i watch like these punches that are like five feet from connecting i'm just like oh man that looks so fucking fake but what you were doing with this flips and shit like that, like you can never fake a flip. That is just athleticism. Yeah, I think that's you know why I mean? it never, it never really. I, I don't know. Like you get a whole lot of flack for hey, I mean, you're I, a wrestler, I, silly this, silly that. Not a whole lot. I think if anyone has you know seen what I've what I've done and and how I work, um, I never ever would try and fluff anything or cheat mm -hmm. the fans out of any kind of performance, um, regardless of how it's being treated. <laughs> and um, and I think that's important to set you apart from the rest because a majority are lazy. A majority at times want to get by with what's uh, what's easy. But that happens in any industry. Absolutely, you know and that's mean? why you know like you can... I deal with people. You know, people that I get notes from, people that I deal with on a daily basis, and I'm just like, you didn't, in a way, you they're didn't called malingerers. It. You know, there's just people who you know. They're for, they're for other reasons than the pride in the work. But, like, Whatever you always took pride in, in getting an audience excited. You know what I mean? I, I just want to work, and I wanted to work in a way that I would pay to come see. There if you there go. was anything less than that, then I wasn't doing my job. Well, that's why Geekscape's free. <laughs> you know, I, I try to make sure that they get the bang for their buck. You know, it's you free. have to. It's, it's free, tough but time. hey, over that. you want to complain about Carnival it? Carnival is going to come back on the air. All soon. those emails I get, hey, your show sucks. No. Hey, it's free. Hey, this okay, is... don't blame me. Blame that Monchichi right over here, right, VJ? It's not his fault. Right there. No, I, I get what you're saying. You know, you know what uh, what I've what I've noticed, and, <laughs> and I'm glad you're living out here. Now we can take care of each other. You fucking read a shitload. You have to read. Dude, you know why he passed up the uh, Geekscape gauntlet and party? He was reading the whole night. Dude, you know how many books I've read this year that don't have four colored guys punching each other in the face? Dude, I've read maybe two books. What books? Dude, uh, I read the uh, Steve Martin autobiography and uh, I read a Hollywood. I, I just read about industry stuff, history of the industry yeah. and stuff like that. But, but you read like a book a, a day. No, that I wish. You're I mean, I wish reading. I was. I was. What it's funny. Reading? I was telling my buddy Cyrus. I wish I was like Johnny Five, from uh, what, what are was you that reading? Short Circuit. Yeah. What are you right reading? Right now, I'm currently reading Call of the Wild, by Cheap Plug, uh, by Jack London. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else have you been reading? Um, you just reading classics or what? I've been trying to catch up on a lot of classics. I feel kind of behind. I feel that my attention was elsewhere. Um, more directed, like on this tunnel vision on wrestling when I was in school, and I felt like I was being fed stuff that wasn't interesting to me at the time. Right. And so it was harder to, to digest You're self-educating. Yeah, now I am. You have to, because if you don't, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Yeah, Isn't I, that what they I lost say? it. I lost it. But, I did, um, so now I, that's why I have to read so much, because I have to read for both of us. People don't know that you made Dean's List. No, they don't. 3.9. I never made Dean's List. 3.9 GPA. 
Fuck this kid. He may not be the, the fastest. <laughs> I have a funny he, story. You may not be the fastest. Brother, I have a funny story. But you may be the smartest brother. There's 101 episodes of my stupidity as evidence to that. I was. I've actually been told. Well, I won't say a story, but I've actually been told uh, in prior jobs that um, what I was saying on camera was too smart. So dumb it down. I I, I could see why that would be a requirement. <laughs> but like, of your, of it your, wasn't uh, even anything that I was. What's right. an example of something you were told to dumb down? Well, well, okay. Okay. Let, and then I'll provide the dumb version. <clears throat> okay. You be an idiot. No. That's easy. You'd be like, say, I don't know, like a tag partner. Okay, or okay. And what do I say? And say, like, you're hurting because, you, like, say we just had, like, an awesome ladder match okay. that is really underrated okay. because somebody's face got split in half. Okay. So, say it's, like, a week later uh-huh. and, um, and your body's still hurting. Oh, man, my body's killing me. Yeah, man, but you know what? It's not about what's physical, it's about what's internal. And about what's the psychological? That's not. That's just weird. Exactly. And I was just like, <laughs> that's just weird. How do I dumb that down? It just then well, it just becomes the guy dancing. You were trying to I was say, trying to. I was trying to portray the fact that it doesn't matter you if you're broken. The, you can push through you it. You have to channel it and go beyond that. When you have, when you're a champion, and you, you have get the to drive, the passion. It doesn't qu- matter you know. if you're battling okay. two two you gotta dig in deep. Dig in deep. You have like, to dig deeper okay. than deep. So maybe the, you have to the dig to the other equivalent. side. The earth must be like a hole. You can see through it because oh, you dug so deep. It went all the way to the other side. China, ball, Alaska. Ball, ball. Dumb it down. Okay. Fire Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So, um, guys, we uh, the wrestler. I definitely recommend this movie. Um, it was hard for me to watch, just seeing some of the stuff that you know. I know the the world that you. But it was in nothing it was new to me. Right. Right. That's what I mean. I'm not that age. And you know whatever, but it was uh, it was really awesome. I did like the shot inside with the rotating. Uh, no, dude, the cinematography is incredible that they did. Uh, cinematography is incredible. The directing is incredible. The script's incredible. Um, Darren Aronofsky directed this. They've been talking about him doing RoboCop. Oh, the awesome. the rumor is though that he's leaving the project. Maybe yeah, it's a rumor. Who else could you? Who, I don't you, know. I mean, if you don't have somebody of that caliber doing RoboCop, don't bring it back just to put it in the hands of some guy who's like a hired hand. You David know, Fincher. David Fincher would be cool. I want to see that. Oh, that'd be that would be really. Cool. Um, speaking of directors who should continue to work, Frank Miller is going to direct Buck Rogers. God. Uh, we haven't even seen the Spirit yet. That review will be next week for you guys. But hey. Is it Christmas? Comes out Christmas. You'll be at mom's, but I'm gonna go fucking. I'll spend. I'll spend as little as much it. money, dude. Don't. I'll, I'll spend as little as much money. As little money as. Uh, I'll spend as little money as possible nice. to see this movie. Go to the uh, one I'm gonna in go to in Chatsworth. I heard you can sneak That's in. That's gas real money. Easy. Oh, yeah. You gotta think about that. I might. I might Hope just get. PJ, you wanna do a little five dollar, five dollar holler over here, and we can watch this movie. Five dollar holler. Um, so. Remember you were a fan of the 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 Phantom that movie Phantom, the Phantom? yeah with Billy Zane they're gonna <laughs> it was why, awesome. why the fuck did you like that movie is horrible because it was so cheesy at the time yeah, it's like, ho- no it's I cheesy mean, now well, it, it's, well, it, but it's it was better cheesy. than the Captain America movie of course it was better that movie was horrible and it was better than the Fantastic Four movie the first oh, one the Roger Corman no it was better than the second one too well actually that one was pretty badass when I think about it but um there was uh. Like, root beer, it was over dramatized in a way at times, but that they was just, like so comic. It was so, it was so funny. I mean, I felt like I was watching a comic book 
well, on uh, screen, and I think that's why I liked it so much because it was fun. The people who uh, hold the mm-hmm. rights are talking about putting together a new Phantom movie, Phantom Legacy. Oh wow! So we'll see about that. Cool. Uh, there's also talk of a new Judge Dredd movie uh, being Start put together. Why? Why? I, I don't know. I mean, here's the here's the thing Whoa. with Judge Dredd. Don't take the mask off. Judge Dredd does not take off his helmet. Okay, I think you can do a badass Judge Dredd movie. You can do a badass any I movie. Like Captain Britain. Just... You know what a Judge Dredd movie would basically be? It would just be another Punisher war zone. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> well, oh, he, nothing is know. another Punisher. Dude, I saw one of the best Paul reviews was ever saw on Punisher war zone. What was it? And it compared uh, Frank Castle to what was it? A cross between Jason Voorhees and. Um, Someone else, but it, the Jason Voorhees <laughs> dominated the uh, comparison. And yeah, it was, I mean, he's just a force awesome, of nature. It was just... Jason Here's the difference. I was, uh, the Friday 13 movies are really good. Um, for the most part. Like, I don't know, Antonio Banderas. Oh, uh, we got no, Antonio, no, Antonio Banderas as Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, Jason Voorhees, that's the uh, mix. What? No, no I, I can remember the mix. It was, I can remember. It was Jason Voorhees and, and somebody else. Um, that's gonna be an. Awesome, I think that's gonna be awesome though. The further team starts like to jump around. Tim Robbins, you like him as an actor? He's gonna play Tony Stark's father in Iron Man too. Yeah, I can okay. see that. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I think they showed images of Tony Stark's father in the last one when they were talking about Stark Enterprises and this and that. I think the last thing I saw Tim Robbins in was yeah. War of the Worlds. Ooh. <sighs> okay. You, okay. This one. This one broke my heart news wise. Stephen Chow is still going to play uh, Kato in, in Green Hornet. Hornet. He's not going to direct anymore. He was going to direct, and I love Stephen Chow as a director. What if they got... Um, but um, I, I can Green see how, like, what? Gordon, David Gordon Green yeah. doing it again like Pineapple Express. She Pineapple should. Express I liked. Yeah, I mean, the, the action, action was, was really good. It was fun. I mean, it was fun. It but, was fun action. But you know Shaolin Soccer and, and movies like that with Stephen Chow. I mean... He would have had Seth Rogen punching a dude, and the dude flies into the moon. The real and story an is you know I mean? and why he's not directing. Well, I think. I mean, here's the thing: Stephen Chow brings like a huge. He brings like a really strong, like stylistic thing. Like it's pre- you're pretty much making the movie into a cartoon if you bring Stephen Chow in. As Did a director. you see finishing the game? What was that? It was like uh, where they hypothesize on what went down in the casting process to replace Bruce Lee when he died. During, oh. during the making of the game But it's yeah. kind of like a comedy What? Yeah But it's funny It's like Who made the, this movie? The, 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 the like I'm trying to remember James Franco has like a good cameo in it It's oh, funny Oh so it's, a, it's like a parody Yeah What, what is it? Well it's of the finishing casting process It's called Finishing the Game It's at Blockbuster Check it out Or Netflix video, uh, Netflix, Netflix Whatever Hook it up Don't ever go to Blockbuster Unless you're strapped with dynamite Whoa, whoa, no, 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 You can't say that on the internet. Blockbuster's fine. I don't want the Christian coalition coming after me. Come after me. Dude, those are Mormons, man. You don't fuck with the Mormons. Blockbuster is? Kidnap your daughters, dude. I want to go and see how many there are in Salt Lake City. I want to count how many Blockbusters there are in Salt Lake City. Dude, there's a triad. Yeah, legs are falling asleep. That's crazy. What else are they on? You don't mess Besides, like, the Utah Jazz. In and out. You don't mess. Oh, that's what that stuff they, is underneath. In and out. That's what you that don't was. Mess with them. I was like, John 316. All they what have is to do, this? All they have to do is trigger the shit they've already put in our bodies, and you know we could be walking bombs. Prop in California. Prop eight. All Mormon money. Twenty five million bucks really? just so gay guys can't get married or gay people can't get married. They're powerful. Yeah, they they pretty much defeated the prop. The, the, the they pretty much pushed in prop California, eight in California. Which, which this is just wait, whoa, whoa, this just in. 
Eric AD Shoot. did strap himself with dynamite and is walking into a blockbuster. Oh, sh is he? Yeah, well, what's up with your buzz? I don't know. It's, what's going on? It has something to do with the dynamite. Just move it? Whoa, whoa. What are you, racist? What's going on with this microphone? How's that? Is it making sounds? What about now? Are you good? What about now? VJ. VJ is is always uh, vigilant on the microphones to make sure that we uh, give you the best quality for free. Um, guys, uh, Gilmore hooked me up with, for Christmas, Box Office Poison. What I like is that it, it's like a book. It feels like an accomplishment once I've finished it, but it's a comic book, so it lends to my... Uh, Dude, I, I let you read Why the Last Man, the first book of Why the Last Man. In like an hour. Well, I, I let Paul borrow it. I went and saw a movie. Came back. You, you had it to finish. And I was like, yeah, oh, you actually cool. read that shit? When people give me stuff to read usually, like as like, recommendations, I'm like, yeah, hey, cool. I, I really thought it no, was really cool. No, this I'll read because you gave it to me as a gift. I'm going to read this shit. But the, the Box Office Poison? Kilmore described it on the show once. What's it like, Gills? Again, really? Yeah, yeah, Alex Robinson. What, what is it? Summary. It's um, it's essentially a, about a guy who moves into a big city and gets a he gets a job it's in you. comic Ten, books. Nine, and uh, oh, eight, I really do. Okay, he gets a job in comic seven, books, and uh, it's basically a comment on the big two and how they screw over a lot of their artists. But it feels like a sitcom in long form. In 10 seconds, he told us what that was about. Box office poison. Uh, I can't read. Uh, you guys will get my review uh, when I read it. That, that sounds awesome, dude. Thank you so it's much. It's one of my favorites. It's great. Cool. I respect your comic book opinion. It's not your social opinion. Um, <laughs> but you liked Why the Last Man? Yeah, it was really good. I actually feel kind of rotten. You can actually give a good summary if you no, want to. No, I mean, to. I'll, I'll review when I read it. Okay, but, cool. But that's basically the setup. The guy, <laughs> the guy's like, it's like a dick. No, we've already done it on the show, like, once and a we half. Ta yeah, we talked about it before. Um, I'm still reading Echo, the Tony Moore book. Okay. But the woman, you remember remember Tony Moore? Tony he did, or Terry? Terry Moore, Terry Moore. Okay. Did uh, Strangers in Paradise. Um, yeah, is yeah. currently doing Runaways. I'm not keen on the Runaways run he's writing. Huh. He took over from... Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who wrote Why the Last Man. That was good. His oh, Runaways, yeah. I'm not totally into, but Echo is kicking ass. He's a writer and artist on Echo. It's about a woman who was taking photos by, uh, you know, in this this uh, national park near an Air Force base when this, uh, you still don't quite totally know what it is. It's like a radioactive suit. It explodes, and this isotope lands on her and covers part of her body, and now she has, like, some kind of power and uh the government's looking to get it back and it's almost like having like little bits of mercury like uh like the t-1000 attached to your body <laughs> you know and uh and so she's kind of on the run you know what i mean because like the, the government's man? looking for she's trying to find out what happened to the experiment meanwhile in the last issue issue uh seven and now issue eight you find out that the isotope landed on someone else and they're this crazy religious zealot like homeless looking man and he just starts killing people. That's what? So no, it's kind of cool that. Uh, What's that, this going that on? I've got I've got the books. I can let you borrow them. But awesome. the storyline's cool. Yeah. The storyline's cool, and he's really good at having like a female protagonist. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, the Runaways is like a group thing. I don't know if I like Stranger that. than Paradise. He, you're sexist. <laughs> but uh, it's just a breath of fresh air to, to read like The Punisher, and then read this. By the way, if you guys saw Punisher Warzone and you're pissed about it. Steve Dillon and Garth Ennis have a run of six issues called Punisher Warzone that's weekly. 
that started coming out last week, and there's awesome. a new issue this week, and Makes it's in front of the movie. God, I wish. Oh. But uh, remember the Maganucci character that he killed off in Welcome Back, Frank? No. Okay, Welcome Back, Frank. Oh, was, what, Welcome Back, Frank was the was the Punisher storyline that brought Garth Ennis back with Steve Dillon doing the artwork. That's the team from Preacher. They killed the, the big bad guy in that was this mafia boss named Maganucci. Are you fucking shit up, VJ? You can tell me that. I'm fucking fix it. shit up, man. Okay, so Maganucci in that one, he fed her to some polar bears. That's a scene I'm glad they haven't put into a mm. Punisher movie yet. He taught, I love he, that in the zoo. He, he kicks her ass into a polar bear, you know, exhibit. But see, that's why I thought the um, and uh, and and so VJ's really killing me with this distraction. No, What's going my on fault. with the buzzing? Let me hear it. it. Was my fault. It was my fault. Were you there? Did you see it? Did you see them ripping her apart? What was that? What was that? What movie is that? House of the Dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my fault. It's my, my fault. fault. Were, it's you my fault? Were you there? Were you there? Did you see him? Ripping her apart. Oh, House of the Dead, the Uwe Boll classic. Dude, we interviewed Uva. 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 We, Uva. Did you, Uva? Uva? He could have like been a nice guy. This is like a yeah. He could not great have, ball, huh? He could, uh, he could not have been a nicer guy. Really? It's the same fucking time we interviewed Scott Farkas. Guy who played Scott Farkas? I heard he was a... Dude. We will not comment on that. You've already told people to blow up nice Blockbuster. Guy. He was nice to the nice All-American Rejects. We'll get to that. All right. So, <clears throat> but he's no Sean Hotosi, who's a douche. No, no, no. Uh, if, if we, who do we hate? Who do I hate? Would I not like? Oh, oh, oh uh, the fucking director. A hostile boy. What's you came up to me. What's the, the name of the director? Like, oh, Eli Roth. Eli yes. Roth. Eli Roth. Fuck Eli Roth until he redeems himself. <laughs> yeah, I think he's dead to Geekscape until he redeems himself. How would he possibly redeem himself? That does not be held against me in case you want to cast me for anything. But actually, uh, my price is steep. <laughs> <laughs> for you. Since you mishandled my friends, you fuck! Mishandled <laughs> 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 It's true. Uh, Fuck you, fuck blue Craig. smoke in Gilmore's face. Um, in closing for comic books, Punisher Warzone's out. If you still have the bad taste from the movie in your mouth, chances are you didn't see it. Thanks now, to is our that a good chaser for it, though? Yeah, it, it is such a great way to recalibrate the Punisher in your eyes and be like, oh, this character is actually... Graham was almost in tears. Graham, gra- he, Graham almost left. Here's the thing with Graham. Gra- Graham, like... A, like Started kind of listening to Geekscape, then he started asking me for comic recommendations. At his at, at Graham's like lunch break, he'll go over to Barnes and Nobles and go to like the trade paperback section and be like, "Dude, is this good? I'm holding this. Is this good?" He likes Scalped, Lost Preacher, all that stuff. He started getting into the Punisher. He read like all the Garth Ennis's run, was in love with it. It was all fresh in his head. Then he goes to see Punisher Warzone. They take oh, like five was... of the characters from it, rape the shit out of them in the movie. <laughs> And Graham was going to commit suicide. Really oh, yeah, he was. I he was didn't prime. See him that angry. He was prime for disappointment. Uh, um, since Jumbo, so so Paul. Uh, <laughs> Jum- yeah, great. T- tell us about Graham and a strip club. Um, <laughs> so throwing these dollars at him like so, uh, people. Before we it's get really to uh, Gilmore and Ben going out to the video game awards, Spike TV video game That's awards. That's awesome, yeah, man. We you said we sent them so over. Lucky. I almost cool. forgot to ask you about the greatest opponent you've ever wrestled in the wrestling ring, who may appeal to our wrestling fans or our fans, the Jedi. Oh man, <laughs> I don't even know if it's right to even comment on someone so amazing because I'm almost certain there aren't. When you were in the Indies here in California, <laughs> I don't even. You didn't wrestle him, did you? 
Did you ever yeah. Francisco? You did? Yeah. I'm a, Gilmore. That's why I broke my neck guy. He did. He was this. There was a guy named the Jedi. He used to no, wrestle. No, he was I don't remember California. what he did. It was, it was. Oh, Ben Kenobi. Yeah, it was Ben Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> the guy used to wrestle as Ben Kenobi, and he would ask the other wrestlers, what was his move? It was like Jedi powers or something. <laughs> like he would, uh, in all seriousness, he would come up and ask you to like. <clears throat> yeah, I think he would basically use Jedi on you and. You'd go so where you're he wrestling him, whenever you're wrestling with him, I don't know. You'd come Jedi after works. the guy. You'd have to come and after stop the guy. you because he can stop you. Have you ever encountered a Jedi? <laughs> so you had That's to retarded. you had to pantomime. Wait, you have you to... ever encountered a Jedi, Mr. Cactus? <laughs> You'd like no, pantomime. That seems like such a cop out. That's like yeah. when you're playing wrestling as kids, and when yeah. I was like, "Well, I can't get hurt when you slap me." In the he chest. was also like, a cruiserweight who wore a T-shirt, which Southern California seemed to have a lot of. So, you know, I don't know. You, is that what you wear when you have like man titties? You wear a T-shirt. That's, that's usually what people shape. wear when you're not like in shape. You know, <laughs> like a T-shirt when you like, wrestle. Yeah, it's like the girl you know goes to like the swimming hall with like a long T-shirt. You know, it's all, yeah, you know what I mean? She wears, like, the one piece, you know, and you're like, what are you, like, a swimmer for a school? And they're like, no, I'm just trying to hide the old fupa, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. So, yeah, the Jedi, I remember that. You yeah. tell me about that. that I mean, he's a, a nice guy, though. You know, same I saw him not that long head. ago. I saw him about a year ago. Was something. he still using his power? No, he lives out in Louisville now. Oh, really? Yeah, he's... It's fucking hilarious, the Jedi. Has he learned to wrestle? What's next? <laughs> so, um, last week, we had the Spike TV Video Game Awards. I didn't go, but uh, I figured since a lot of you guys loved the coverage from E for All with Gilmore and Dunn, that uh, we'd send Gilmore and Dunn over to the red carpet. Would you guys have fun? Who, who are some of the people that you guys interviewed? Not yeah. that I'm not going to roll it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we got uh, Alex Evans, uh, creator and uh, one of the programmers of Little Big Planet, uh, Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. um, cool. Busta Rhymes. Uh-huh. Asked him if he wanted to be show enough. Oh cool! Um, Should ask him about a uh, Halloween. The girl <laughs> from uh, the girl from Cloverfield. Sure. Um, Which one? The, the annoying one no, that you the want to die. Who essentially yeah. kills everyone. Yeah, in the, the, movie. the the moronic girl who's the like. Oh everyone. right. It's like get out. She's, she's got done. rebar on her. Anyways, so oh, and, yeah. uh, and the All American <laughs> Rejects and right. maybe Fifty Cent. Did you talk to Fitty? Uh, we kind of like gleaned onto someone else's Fitty. And because and then he but you know Fitty, you, you know Fitty. You should just tell him about himself. I know, I know, but Fitty's a friend of the we show. We're just, we're just gonna just have dinner afterwards. But we did get Fitty um, hugging Mike Tyson, which was kind of cool. Okay, really? well I will uh, roll that footage right now. Well, Kim Kardashian as well. We you saw her. We didn't interview. Uh, okay. We saw her. Her ass is literally the size of my torso. I, she uses steroids on it. It's, it's that was another thing. Well, it's also Marte just went through what that they you know the portrayal of um, the pills and the re- well yeah you know the stuff? portrayal of uh, performance enhancing substances. I think you know it's, it's funny you brought up Kim yeah. Kardashian you know because that's that's the, that ass is I mean it's performance enhancing <laughs> oh, drugs. She's incredible. You know there has to um, be. I don't understand. So it. guys, we're gonna cut to this video game uh, awards from Spike TV. This is Gilmore and Ben on the red carpet. We'll be right back. Hi, Brian Gilmore here at the VGA Spike Awards uh, 2008. Uh, We're standing here on the uh, silver carpet. It's not the red carpet because they couldn't afford red. Uh, We're just uh, sitting here with our our girls on either side of us. See the uh, girl girl network and uh, gaming angels. Uh, We're just uh, just, uh, having having a good time. Having a good time. I'm a big douchebag. I smell like shit and uh, I didn't wash my balls today. So... uh, Enjoy. Brian, what are you doing? 
He's kind of hanging out, Ben. What are you doing? I'm filming. Are you wasting uh, battery, Ben? My tongue, yeah. Yeah. my nose, and my lips yeah. is all you need to see. My nose and right. Did you get it? We are here with Alex Evan. It's the man responsible for Little Big Planet. How does it, uh, one of the many men responsible for Little Big Planet, how does it feel to be here at the uh, Video Game Awards and be up for Game of the Year? I'm just completely buzzing. Like, we have had such an experience making this game. Three years of our lives just kind of focused in this room, like typing away. You know, we, li we, we live above a bathroom shop. So, you know, it's like, it's really, really low key. And then to come to all of this glitz and glamour is, is, is insane and very cool. The game has been really, really well received, and it's it's really it's a blast, and um, it's it's very much a platformer as well. And I was wondering, what's what are some of your favorite platformers that maybe inspired you to want to make a platformer like this? Yeah, I mean, I have to say, Chucky Egg was my first platformer, which is really embarrassing because I don't know if any any non-UK people will know Chucky Egg, but it's 8-bit era, terrible. I think for me, actually, Mario 64 is, and um, I was actually really inspired by 3D platforming, like how people progressed into that third dimension. But um, I know that Yoshi's Island was probably the biggest kind of 2D style platformer that was just a huge influence, especially on our lead game designer, he, Dave. He, he was so into Yoshi's Island. So yeah, I think, I think that would have to take the, the card as the top one. So for your next project, do you think you're going to keep it platformer? Are you going to venture out into any kind of RPGs, maybe FPSs? What are you looking to do? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, I actually see that LBP could go in all those directions. So I would love myself to maybe not even call it a new game. Maybe we can push the existing LBP in those directions, and I see no reason why not. So I think it's going to get pretty broad. I, 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 to be honest, I want to consider everything. I don't know yet what order we're going to do it in, but the answer to every design question is normally yes, but I just don't know when, you know, yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's great. This is the exact type of mind that we need uh, working in video games right now, not what can we do next, but how can we just make things bigger. So, awesome. Great meeting you, Alex. Thanks for having us. I'm here with Odette Usman. How you doing? Hi, how's it going? Um, all right, thanks. We're uh, Geekscape.net. Uh, we do a podcast. That's yep. Awesome. About uh, comic books, movies, video games. Now, you were you play. You guys might know her as Beth from Cloverfield. How does it feel to be the character that basically killed everybody? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that doesn't feel too good. But I, I'm really happy that my loved ones, you know, came and they rescued me and they did whatever they could. So that was good. Would you have done that same thing? Do you think in that situation? I asked myself that same question, and I absolutely would. Yeah. That's awesome, right? Good job. So you, what voice do you do in Fallout 3? Uh, Amada. So she, she basically is good. She tries to help everybody escape and, you know, be safe. So Sort of making amends for the Beth character in Cloverfield. Awesome. Go. Nice. Making a connection. So uh, what are you working on now? Um, I have a movie coming out January 9th. It's called The Unborn. It's a psychological thriller about this young girl who uh, starts becoming possessed and, you know, crazy things happen to her. And uh, she ends up having an exorcism at the end. So it's, uh, it's pretty scary. All right. Sounds good. We will keep our eyes peeled for that. And thanks for uh, having us. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Take care. I'm here with the All-American Rejects. Say hi to the escapists, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. How you doing? Geek. Stop. They got enough of that in high school. So um, I heard you guys have a new CD coming out. When's it coming out? We do. Tuesday, December 16th. It's called When the World Comes Down. Now, is that the same date the new Fallout Boy comes out? Oh. I hadn't heard, really. but. Yeah. So who do, you, who do you think could win in a fight between you guys and Fallout Boy? Jesus. I don't know. Yeah. Jesus would win in a fight between you guys and Fallout Boy. I'm not saying anything about their skill level of fighting, 
but somebody didn't feed them enough because they're all this tall. Uh, so, I mean, we could step. We've got, got height on them at least. Awesome. So you guys got the height on them. You guys here at the Video Game Awards, um, what, what, what games have you guys been playing? What have you been playing? I know you've probably been getting this all the way down the line, but uh, feed me again. Here I'm getting a Wii for Christmas, so I'm excited about that. We play uh, Guitar Hero, uh, Madden, uh, Halo. Uh, God, we're huge Call of Duty fans. I love killing people as a soldier. Um, also, uh, what else do we got? What, oh, dude, he is way into Contra. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. Awesome. That is awesome. Now, uh, you guys are actually a huge fix-in uh, for Rock Band in our house. Uh, my cameraman, Ben Dunn, over there, his favorite song to play is Move Along. Is that because it's so easy? Ben? Yeah, well, it, actually, yes, because I love the drums, and it's one of my favorite songs on drums. What? He loves Move Along. He loves a song of yours. Oh, thanks. Thanks, brother. Awesome. Made my night. So what are you guys looking forward to at the Video Game Awards tonight? In rehearsals, I saw Jack Black and Tidy Whitey shooting a flamethrower. So I'm kind of excited for everything, because I don't know what else is going on. And Daryl from The Office. So that's cool. Sounds good. Well, um, thanks for uh, thanks for giving us some time here. Um, and if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, could I get a uh, high? We came from the land of geeks. Awesome. Yeah, you guys you guys are geeks. You guys into the comics? Maybe you guys ever read any comics? Huge comic guys. You just got done with. I read Watchmen to see what the hype was about. What'd you think? And okay, the 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 illustrator had this exact quote later. I read as my opinion is. The writing is better than the story, you know? Like, the story itself is like, whatever, but it's cool the way it's done. So that's what I'm saying. Awesome. That's really good insight. What, what if, uh, nice. You just blew people's minds. Uh, we are here with Tony Hawk, though. Uh, how you feel being here at the Video Game Awards, Tony? Uh, it's crazy. I, I came here the very first year, and I can't believe how much it's grown. I mean, the first year, it just felt like this sort of weird get-together with a bunch of industry people, and now it's, it's like a... It's like Academy Awards or something. It's crazy. And you've been uh, involved more and more in the video game industry ever since the first Tony Hawk came out. Um, and uh, I was wondering, so we're, we're, we're a podcast called Geekscape, and uh, do you consider yourself a geek? A geek, yeah. I always have been a geek, though. Yeah. Do you, uh, are you into the comics? What are, what, do, you, do you ever read comics? Computers. I mean, uh, my first computer was a Text Instruments 99.4A, and I, uh, you know, I bought one of the first Macs, and, well... When I could actually afford it, I bought one. But I had all the Amigas, and uh, I've always been into it. So Nice. So uh, you, you make a bunch of games. Uh, what type of games do you actually enjoy playing? Uh, my kids and I play uh, a lot of Guitar Hero, uh, Call of Duty, and my kids love the Lego series. Anything Lego, Batman, Indiana Jones, it's, I mean, it's just nonstop at our house. How soon before we could get a Lego Tony Hawk game? I don't know. What's up, Lego? Hey guys, we are here with uh, Will Wright. Congratulations on your award here tonight at the VGAs. Thank you. It's awesome. Uh, you guys know Will Wright, of course, from uh, such games as SimCity, The Sims, uh, Spore, which recently came out. What can we expect from uh, Sims 3? Well, Sims 3 is really looking at Sims 2 and you know, making a larger open-ended world. Because The Sims always had kind of this segmented feel to it, where you were basically here or there, but it didn't feel like an open-ended world, the way a lot of game designs are trending. And so The Sims 3, first and foremost, is about that. 
So I've talked to some people that have said that, um, well, what's the difference between just a new Sims game and maybe just getting an expansion pack that allows you to do more things? And so that's essentially just uh, the answer to that is that bigger world. Well, more seamless, really. You know, we want basically you'd feel the same freedom that you would feel in real life, you know, and not have to be concerned about what light you're on and what expansion pack you have and stuff like that. So really it's about this seamless experience. Fantastic. What type of games are you playing? Oh, I play a lot of different games. I played the Grand Theft Auto 4 quite a bit lately. Uh, I've been in like the beta Battlefield Heroes. Um, I play Advanced Wars on my DS still to this day too much. Uh, so I play a lot of Wii games as well. Uh, have you ever, did you ever try that Wii Fit? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I was amazed at how hard that was. <laughs> you, know? you think, okay, balancing on two feet, that's going to be easy, right? I'm, I'm 23 years old. I got on the Wii Fit, and the age that it gave me was 42. What was it? or something. What, your Wii, Wii age was 70? Something like that when I first tried it, yeah. Okay. What is it now? Oh, uh, well, that was about the time I started playing different games on the Wii Fit. <laughs> I started playing snowboarding instead of the, you know, the actual Wii Fit game. So. So. Um, great. So uh, what's your favorite part of GTA 4? Oh, really, it's just the driving. I love getting in the cars and just kind of going hell-bent down the street. And, you know, I kind of ignore the missions for the most part. Uh, but I like trying out the different cars and the motorcycles and stuff. So what are you looking forward to most here at the VGAs? Oh, just kind of seeing old friends and kind of, you know, seeing the celebration of the games industry. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, what's up? You know, I'm, what am I going to ask him? It's really like an opportunity to see what's going, what's going to be next. Now this year, though, you've got a game that you're a part of. Tell me a little bit about the game. Do you mind? Blood in the Sand. I'm excited. Like, it's the second video game. We did Bulletproof, and that game came out great. I was happy with it, but this one is a lot more advanced than that one. You've got quite a few exclusive songs on this one? or 19 tracks unreleased. Music that I recorded, yeah. Have you played the, the game yet? Yeah, I played it. I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually getting good. I'm going to be able to beat my son before I go home with it. What is it like working with the Well, I've had a good experience with them. To be honest with you, they've, they've had a lot of... Uh, I don't like to come in and tell people how to do their job when I don't know exactly how to do their job. But they did a good job. They did a great job. Like I mean, like you come in and you're not a game. You don't make video games. I think you should shut up. Like, I think you should just fit, get in where you fit in before you give such a strong impression or idea that you allow the game to be less than it could actually be. And what I did was I went in there and I, I, I got the things that I wanted out of it. At the time, I, was, I, I had just finished watching Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Blood Diamond, and I had the opportunity to perform for the soldiers in Iraq, so I felt like it, it should be that type of environment. It's, it's intense, man. It's like a virtual action film experience, man. You gotta have it, man. Blood in the sand. What do you have in store for us tonight? I got a a song off of my new album. I'm gonna be performing tonight. Get up. I might do something else. I don't know. I'm still thinking of maybe I should just mash it up a little bit. Do something new at the same time. So I keep it interesting, you know. I like all of them. I, I, I play a, a lot of the sports games, though, to be honest with you. And the Wii, I never seen it. You could play uh, that right there on Wii. I played that on Nintendo. You know what I mean? But now I'm, I'm going to get that. Trust me, I'm going to get that. Wow. So we just got a 50 Cent hugging Mike Tyson right now.
And a, and a little Liza Dushku in there. We got a little Kim Kardashian. In, oh, no, that's not Kim Kardashian. Oh, no, that's her mom? Is that her mom? I don't know. I feel like Joan Rivers right now. All right. Uh, hey, guys, we're here with Busta Rhymes now. I heard that they're uh, remaking The Last Dragon, and what I wanted to ask is, are you in line to play Show Nuff? You know what? I've been hearing about that ever since I did the video. Um, Dangerous, and we uh, kind of redid that whole movie. But ever since the word spread and it hit the press that they were remaking the movie, I get endless jokes about that. I mean, from what I understand, Sam Jackson has solidified the role for Show Enough. No, come on, no. You would make a much better Show Enough, I think. Like, honestly, I think you would be great in that casting. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, ain't nobody going to be nicer than Buster Rhymes and things of that nature because that's what I do. All right? But, you know, I can't be mad at Sam Jackson because he's a general and we salute him as a seven-star general all the time. And I'm pretty sure he's going to make it um, a, a stellar performance. And, you know, just for the record, if y'all need to reconsider how y'all going to execute the play with this film and the whole process of how you're going to go about shooting it, Please just know that Buster Rhymes is on deck, ready to go full steam ahead for that part. Sam Jackson, watch his step. Sounds good. So that was Gilmore and Bennett, the uh, Spike. You did a good job. Thanks. Yeah. The video game awards. Um, Shocked. That thing you were wearing was weird. <laughs> you're, out, you're out of control. You need to touch <laughs> Um, Have you been playing any video games? We talked about uh, your buddy... Uh, <sighs> What was it, Domingo? We were at the video. Amingo. 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 What else have you been playing? You don't play that much. I, you know, I don't have TV or a game system. I hate to admit. You've never had a game system. They don't make arcades. You know what? What's with arcades, man? Why are there like cool arcades anymore? I know that sounds really old school. And like, yeah, people stay at home. What are they afraid of? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People are afraid of. They want to be boarded up in their homes. Nobody can compete. Nobody can compete. Like arcade machines. Second time. The advantage that arcade machines had, the advantage arcade machines had in like the 80s and 90s is that the arcade machines, the graphics and the experience and all that was better than the experience at home. But now that that's caught up with the HDTV, what you can't burn a J at the arcade or something. You rather do it at home. You can't drink a beer at the arcade. I mean, it's all just about that. Well, I know, I know, but so what? I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Go to the arcade. Who cares about having to do those luxuries? I know there's an arcade over like it's like all about spoiling mankind. It's all about comforting people further and further. You think you're talking about separating each other? Yeah. Separating ourselves from each other. I prefer the arcade. Who cares if you can't do all that crap there? That's what your home is for. So you can do that stuff when you're at home. But yeah, bring the best of both worlds to my house and be a jerk off who never gets any sunlight. You know what? You but know it's what? cheaper to stay at home. It is. I'm not dying. You're right. It is cheaper. I just miss the experience. Oh, yeah, the experience all I'm great. saying. You know what I'm saying? I do agree with that. Remember, uh, here's the thing. You get on Xbox Live, you play a bunch of kids, they act like douchebags. Like, they act like assholes. Oh, would they be doing that if you were playing Street Fighter against them in person? Nuh-uh. They wouldn't be talking no. shit, would they? No, they wouldn't be, be talking no, no smack. No, they would not. Beating your ass. Yeah. They'd, they'd be talking with the, with the controller. Fighter. 
Yeah. That, but you know what I mean? It, it goes back to street cred. You know what I mean? Like, what do you got now? Globe cred? Because you're online? Net cred? You got points. You got achievement points. I mean, and I'm not dogging that. That's cool. Because in my estimation, it's cool any way you can connect with people. Whether it is, you know, someone you'll never see and they just piss you off every time you log on. I made some friends in Left 4 Dead before you got here. Did Everyone died I, but you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made it to the chopper and everybody else died. And I was the guy being like, come on, dudes. we got to use teamwork. As soon as I started, go that tank showed up. Up and I saw them like starting to go down like fucking pins. I made a run for that child. I was like, Chopper's here! See ya! <laughs> and some guy's getting ripped apart by a hunter. See He's ya. like, Tell you He's like, get this off of me! That Left for Dead game is like a zombie survival game, but you have to play with a lot of other people. It's like cooperative. Sure. So you want to work together. There are a couple of monsters that when they get on you, the only way to get them off is for somebody else to get them off. So well, like there's cool. a hunter that rips the, your your shreds. But somebody it's else in your has best to interest to have your teammates alive so that and you don't get. You got to have them like you too. Yeah. Because it's like casualties um, of war, which I saw recently. You know, it's an incredible we, we movie. beat we beat this one scenario, no mercy, because we were getting we were all going our oh, separate ways. Fox. We were all panicking, and I was like, I'm "No, guys, ready. let's stick together. Let's help each other out." And as soon as we did, I survived. You know, uh, the second that chopper goes down, it's a like. Here's the thing: the, the goal of the game is to start out. In like some part of the city, you're trying to get to like this one point where the chopper will come and pick you up. Like every zombie movie. Like every zombie movie, right? It kind of plays with that. This, and everybody's cool, helping each other out. Hey, man, there's a gun over here. Hey, anybody need a Molotov? You need some health? We're all helping each other out, helping us go through the level. The second that chopper like touches down, fuck them. <laughs> you're just gonna run for that <laughs> chopper because the second you get on that chopper, you got the end credits. All your friends are dead. The reason, but the, here's the thing: if you're an asshole, blows up before you get there. And you're like, <laughs> if you're oh, if you're an asshole, they can kick you out of the game. And yesterday, uh, I was playing, and I got to the sewers in this one scenario, No Mercy, where I go down into this sewer, and we're trying to find our way through the city. And there's a big zombie called a tank, which looks like the Incredible Hulk, like smashing people. <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me. I got scared, and I didn't have a whole lot of health left. I had a shotgun and a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> and so this thing came out from around a corner and I go, shit! <laughs> and I started backing up. All my friends are running forward because they have health. I take out the Molotov. I was like, I'll kill it. I throw it. They're like, you asshole, we're still in here. The whole the whole freaking tunnel just goes up in flames. Everybody's burning alive. How do you make a Molotov cocktail for our audience at home? You take it alcohol, a rag. Light throw it throw. in there, light it, throw it. Oh, yeah. Throughout this entire show, just welcome to terrorist talk. With oh, whoa, 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 terrorizing, terrorizing. improvising, Going improvising. You never heard an anarchist cookbook? No. You ever heard of people getting beat by like a parent or something? Like, I mean, that's yeah, sad. Yeah, there are people you know, in our audience who need to learn how to defend themselves. They need to learn how to defend themselves. They need to. Yes, this is hey, what you hey, do. Hey, send that a message. stepdad or that weird <laughs> mom that comes after you <laughs> at night when you're sleeping, Pop. trying to give you that candy cane that you don't like to put uh, in your you, mouth. You're gonna get us. What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> you go in there at night. You get a bottle of Dad's old throwback. You get a cloth. You put it in the top. <laughs> you kick throw. that damn door open. You lie to you say, "Hey, Papa, Pop, Merry Christmas." No, 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 no. <laughs> you, do you know that a kid recently uh, shot his mom and uh, killed his mom and shot his father because they took away his Halo Three? They took away his Halo Three. This kid and uh, and he freaked out. Shot his came in, shot his mom. Shot his dad. The mom yeah. died. The mom died. And the dad's God. like, I'm sorry, son. Forgive you. Blah, blah, blah. What? And why does he got to have an accent? At the same time, some, some, some parents in Canada took away their kid's Call of Duty 4. The kid ran away. They found him dead. 
That's the difference. That settles different story. the Halo 3, Call of Duty 4. See, okay, hold oh, on. Yeah. That goes all Call back 4, to like, the root of the problem. You run away from your problems. Bad parenting. Halo 3, you take your problems on head, head first. Bad Halo parenting. Halo 3 wins. If your son or your child or whatever, if that's the whole, His whole basis world. of their world, right. then somewhere along the lines, someone has screwed up in the communication with this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, 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 that's bad parenting um, or bad guardianship. Well, I, I play Gears of War 2, so whenever I have a problem, I hide behind a wall and throw shit at it. It's a Gears of War 2 joke. Not funny. We'll work on that. Um, speaking of first-person shooters, we, uh, wow, we got a copy of the demo for Resident Evil 5 way before anybody else did. I'm never going to... How did we get that demo of Resident Evil 5? All I know is Gilmore has a funny story going back to last week's party. Gilmore was pretty trashed, as you guys can tell uh, from last week's party. I was 13 deep. And it was 13 had, deep. And I actually, I don't remember who. At this point, they're kind of like my version of Deep Throat. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Hi. And, That's awesome. Um, and yeah, it's just, I, all I remember is there are two guys I've never seen before in my entire life come up to me at this party and are like, do you guys, like, do you guys, you, you work for Geekscape, right? It's like, yeah. You work for and, and Geekscape. Then, I know, right? People, work not, implies getting paid. A lot of people think we get paid for this. But, oh, um, well, because it's how much time we put in. Anyways, so um, it's like, hey, you, you work for Geekscape, right? It's like, yeah. It's like, well, um, do you want two copies of Res do you want a copy of Resident Evil 5? It's like, yeah, sure. And eventually, I gave it to one of our game reviewers who was at the who was at the uh, party, and that's all I remember. It's up on the website. The guys so. could not have existed. I don't know. It's how Resident we got Evil it. Five. We got the demo, and it's yeah. up there to review. Um, Arkham Asylum, Paul. There's a new Batman game. There's never there hasn't been a good Batman game ever. ever. What about the game where the, the, the characters the, the, the fight Nintendo each other? It's like a good. Street Fighter version. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's like, Mortal uh, Kombat versus DC Universe. Yeah, have y'all played that? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We played it over the summer. It's fun. Really? Yeah. It's okay. So um, so Arkham, Arkham Asylum is a new game where you know it's Batman and you're going through all Arkham the criminals. Asylum. There's Killer Croc and all those bad guys. Scare they got um, they got. This will help the fans convince them maybe to buy the game. Uh, Mark Hamill's doing the Joker voice. Awesome. And uh, Kevin Conroy, who did Batman on the animated series as well, he's doing Batman. So they're trying to keep the fans happy. Bruce Paul, Tim have anything to do with that? Paul Dini is, wrote the script okay. for the uh, Arkham Asylum. So hopefully it's a good game, man. Batman needs a, fucking, Batman needs a good game. Which you know was the last mean? good game you were saying? The last good game, I remember going over Robbie Donathan's place <laughs> and playing the Nintendo version that came out with the movie and that one was pretty like, cool like side scroll yeah. you can get like in the batmobile and it's for spider-man i remember it's hard to move around kingpin one where kingpin was the villain on the genesis was a pretty good game mm. and then when the movie came out the first one was pretty good no, you know the was, ultimate spider-man was a great game you know what was good for sega also uh maximum carnage that you was you're that? the only person who thinks that game carnage. was good i really liked that what was uh, that game when again? you were 12 yeah, I had a lot of games. Alter Beast. Alter Beast was great. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Alter Beast. There's a new Capcom disc coming out for the for the 360, um, and it's all those classic Capcoms. It's got Alter Beast, Golden Axe, all that stuff. Yeah, but when you go back and play those, they're never as fun. You always spend like five minutes on Final them. Fight? Final Fight. Remember Hagar? Hagar. <laughs> one strap. I'm surprised nobody's capitalized on Hagar in the world of pro wrestling. Yeah, you never know. What about the Zangief? Uh, Zangief thing. Have, oh, we, have uh, we shown Tim, that? Tim Jennings sent me an email. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, how Zangief uh, genius. How thing, Zangief man. makes decisions. <laughs> makes decisions, yeah. and it's all like it all leads back to wrestle it, wrestle it, it's break its arms. Yeah, break its arms. If it's a, <laughs> is bear, it a bear, is it a bear? It's 
pretty funny. I'll email it to all of you. Um, guys, Bioshock 2. Uh, Take 2 Interactive is saying it'll come out in 2009. That's cool and everything, but here's the sequel that I'm excited about. There's been movement on the Crackdown 2 site. Uh, um, thing. Crackdown 2. Crackdown was a game I really liked because it was a little bit of GTA, a little bit of role playing, building up your character, and it was just a bunch of shitload of shooting a bunch of people. Like you were like a super cop. And now it looks like there's going to be a sequel. Um, there's been talks between Microsoft and the company that made it, but there's also been an offshoot of employees who have left the company and started their own kind of deal. So who knows who's going to get the contract? But Crackdown 2, if it's anything like the first one, I will play the shit out of that game because I love being a super cop. That was a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> um, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't love to be a super cop? Man, um, we we are cra- we, we cracked through all the freaking news and all all the stuff. For oh, can the I, week. can I? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Christmas, can can I give the Geekscapist some presents? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Geekscapist presents. Um, the one thing I want to do is the three evening with Kevin Smith. You know, Kevin Smith puts out these DVDs yeah. where he talks. Um, what do you know? One of our Geekscapists <laughs> found a kid wearing an old Geek Drum shirt in the audience of the three evening with Kevin Smith DVD. So if that kid, for some reason, still happens to listen to this show 101 episodes deep, if you're out there, email me. I'll email you a Geekscape shirt for free. For free, that you can wear next time. Gratis. You uh, next time you uh, freaking find yourself on a camera. I need to learn so. Spanish. Yeah, but I've got some things in case anyone wants them. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you got? Wait, what do you got? This, right, these are so things that you're going to give out if somebody uh, emails you? Yeah, so oh, uh, just... Come, uh, come over here, Santa Gilmore. Santa Gilmore. Ah, here yeah. to tell you guys um, about some free gifts. But no, yeah. Um, I have, right now, I think I have the fourth season of the uh, of the show Bones, starring David oh. Boreanaz. Starring Angel. You might know him from Angel. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, the first season of Back to You with Kelsey Glam- Grammer. Ooh. Kelsey Glamour. Kelsey Glamour. That's actually kind of a good beast. Glam beast. Rock name. Beast. There's a, there's a wrestler for you right there, <laughs> Kelsey Glamour, and he looks a little bit like Kelsey Goldust. Kelsey Glamour. Like Goldust. Yeah. No, no um, for some reason it's back on TV. <laughs> and uh, the entire series of the 4400. The entire 4, thing. The entire thing. We talked to our boy Jeffrey Combs. He was in that. Yeah. Remember we interviewed Jeffrey Combs? Yeah, I remember that. He's in that. Yeah. Well, you guys, there's there's another one. I wonder Whoever if that series that. is any good. We've got a book. We've got a book called The Mental Floss History of the World. Now, it's essentially telling um, all of, you know, the history of the world in a way that's like a little, like, hyper-analytical slash funny. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's a, I've, I've given it a little bit of a read. It's pretty cute. It's got some shit. And uh, Feast 2. Whoever wants Feast Ooh, 2. Ooh, Ben Dunn wants that. Because he had number one. Oh, did he Is that the really? thing with, like, the big one. teeth? Yeah, so yeah. remember that shit? Pro- the Project Hollywood or whatever it was? <laughs> it's, it's the aftermath. Project Greenlight. Of, it's the aftermath of all of that stuff. And, um, <laughs> Feast 1 was horrible. Eaten. Dude, this one has two Mexican wrestler midgets. And uh, uh, strippers, it. and uh, I think it. prostitutes that go out and collect guns to try and kill you. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Have you seen this piece too? Yeah. Why don't you just keep the better than the first yourself? one? Oh, because it's horrible. It's time of giving. Okay. It's horrible. Okay. It, do you know what time? What time is it right now? It's Christmas time. There you go. Okay. Yeah. There okay. you go. Christmas Anyways, time. Laura, Laura yells, "Get out of my house!" <laughs> if anyone wants this stuff, uh, just email me at Gilmore at Geekscape.net. Yeah, well, you can just awesome. you know yeah. first dibs. Yeah. Hurry up, cause I'll email them and I'll get all that stuff. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So uh, guys, we've got to remind you that we have a website at Geekscape.net. We've also got merchandise. We got a Geekscape shirt, pins with every order. Um, we have a MySpace uh, page. MySpace.com slash GeekscapeNet. 
We also have a Facebook group. If you guys go to Facebook, you guys can join the Facebook uh, Geekscape fan group, right? And Paul's email address is... I'm fucking with you. Um, <laughs> PL Future Endeavor. Oh, yeah. What is that? Yahoo.com. Only if you want to book me for a birthday party or a magic show. No, if somebody wants to book you for wrestling, it's PL Future Endeavor. Uh, yeah, PL Future Endeavor. Yahoo.com. Spelled regularly. Spelled regularly. I, I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah, one word. I didn't know you were doing that. That's cool, though. Well, you know, I'd like to stress that it's a variety of things. Uh, perhaps someone wants me to take them to prom. They'll have the to write a release, of course. The truth is, Paul, I get emails like from like fans and shit like that. There's one kid who I like a lot named uh, Brave Brad. He's in uh, Australia who joined. He joined the forums and he was a, he found out about Geekscape because he loves all the geek stuff. But then he found out about Paul being my brother and was like, oh, I also like wrestling. There are kids who are like, what's, what's Paul doing now? And, and in all honesty, dude, I don't know what to tell them. I, I don't, don't know what to tell them either. Because I know, I know that you're... If you're anywhere I, I in know the valley, you never know. Some guy might just be wandering around. No, I, I know that you're looking at... I know that you're looking at doing some... Come look for him. I know that you're looking at doing some wrestling. <laughs> you're looking to do you're a down. shitload of reading. You're taking classes. <laughs> you're taking a lot of classes. You're making yourself smarter. Taking a lot smarter. of classes, trying to... Intelligence and then, myself. And then Paul's like, hey man, Wednesday nights, you want to come shoot archery with me? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you, Clint Martin? All of archery. He's like a hot awesome. guy now. You ever done that? So, I actually haven't. I've always wanted to. Archery do you is think fantastic. We, should we go with a camera and do some archery? Yeah. Do you think I'm they'd sure be cool that, though, shooting yeah, some archery? Woodley Park archery. That'd be kind of fun seeing you That's do really some neat, archery, too. Yeah, we could, would we you could be up for some? the last moments of my fingers. This is the thing. This is what I would want to do. It's awesome. Doing archery. Fire do, away without You, me, Ben, and Paul, we should go do some archery. Okay. This is what I want to do. I want to get the archery and I want to go, fire in the hall! And just shoot the thing straight up. Everyone runs nah, away. Everyone <laughs> just runs. Yeah, you're really careful, man. There's some there's some big bears here. Oh, they some got people just bows. shoot the shit out of me, huh? I'd end up know, with like nine arrows sticking out of me. You got some guys who... I'd end up looking like... I will say know. this. There's some guys there that take it quite seriously. Okay, you remember that time we went paintballing and like yes. those like old vets the guy's showed like, up? This, this is the trophy I got out in Virginia. This is the And he's like... Like this one guy, guy had like a, I think he was the innovator of the paintball grenade or something. Yeah, he's he was like, like, yeah, I invented that. Yeah, and has a thirty foot spread. Totally using military terms. Yeah, he's like good move, private. Well, there are guys like that at this place. Archery. Yeah, like you can tell they have like leather quiver and like like a gauntlet of some sort it's for their hawking. And like it's crazy, man. It's like their little falconry. John. It's for their falconry. Stole Robin Hood's talent. Merlin, attack! Set up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, listen, uh, I think that's all the room we have for an episode. But uh, we didn't even get to talk about all the fuck-ups in the indies. So you broke that kid's nose. And there will be another yeah. another time. What we should do is just take those clips, put our commentary on them, and just fucking shut them up and put them on YouTube. We what do you might. Think? We might. I don't know. Because then again, someone may oh, yeah. never see it ever. Who yeah. knows? Dude, some of these videos are very funny. You know what we should do? You know what we should do? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know what we should do? Just show them at the next gauntlet. Between movies, we have like one of those fucking brutal. <laughs> oh, shit. Some of this stuff we watch is. Unfulfilled promise? No, no, no. Oh, not from you, from us. Oh, it's like, what? Paul's first match, the dude's wearing a mask. The kid gets severely injured during the course of the match. And Paul, he's trying to tell Paul, he's trying to tell Paul, stop the match, stop the match. He can't hear a word he said because he has a mask on. It's the funniest video you will ever see because you can tell the exact point where this guy punctures 
his sternum or something. It's, it's like yeah, something. It, well, something hurt. He cracks his sternum or something. In the whole match, you can tell that this guy's performance just shifts, just changes well, the pain. It wasn't much left. And you can tell that he's like mumbling to Paul, like, "Help me, help me!" And Paul's just hitting him. Like, <laughs> Paul can't hear him through the mask. He's just nah, hitting the shit out of him. It's like that thing where you can in the Simpsons where you can tell where Ralph's heart breaks. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> But it, this is real and it's hilarious. We got. I want to see that video again. I'll see if I can dust it off. Okay. So guys, that was our episode. We'll see you guys next week. Rumored, Ian Kerner in the review of the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. We might get Ian Whoa. back. Is He's, that what Ain't It Cool said? No. Ian said he might want to come back and talk about the Spirit if he's feeling up to it. If he's too defeated by how crappy that movie is, we won't see him. So, that's our episode. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys at Blockbuster. It's a big pen. Oh yeah, I know. It's like my I don't know where I got it's this. It's like the dead hater, yeah, I was like <laughs> See a <you>, blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs>